This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, January the 27th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. My name's Homer Lopez, and I welcome you on this hump day that it is. What are we? We are a gold and silver commodities team here. Feel free to call us at 1-800-951-0592 or reach out to us at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, but you can check out the news to disturb the comfortable. All of this news, all the information, this show is brought to you by the one and only Joe Jaquin. He is the CEO He is the mastermind behind all the information brought to you here Monday through Friday at 9 to 10 a.m. Arizona time. And in these shows and the research that it does, that he does, he starts it late at night, figuring out what's going to happen the next morning. And as he says, you never know what you're going to wake up to. Joe, how are you this morning? Sorry, man, I just got in. I see that. Me and Wendy working on things. I got some... Just a great news for some of you people out there. The Canadian Mint has delivered. Well, they've delivered. They've shipped it. It just hasn't arrived yet at the Bullion Bank, and I'm talking about platinum. For those of you that have been waiting, very. And by the way, we we really do have just great customers. Because I've been updating on the air, and I can tell you, maybe one or two people have called, and only because they don't listen all the time, wondering you know, where it is. And everybody else has waited so patiently, uh, and I just uh, I thank all of you. And the, they're saying it's going to hit the bullion bank tomorrow or Friday. We've already, everything's paid for, ready to go. The Bullion Bank, as soon as they get it, they're going to ship it to us, and as soon as they're here, they're going out. So I'm going to say sometime next week we are going to be shipping uh, the platinum that all of you have been waiting so so patiently for. Uh, I thank all of you for that, so get ready if you've been waiting for that. Good time if you want to order some gold. Anything other than Silver Eagles, if you want to order something like that, add to your order and not have to pay shipping, you can always do that. Just the way, you know, save yourself 35 bucks since you already got the Platinum uh, waiting to come out to you. A couple of other big announcements. Obviously, today it's Fed Day. What is the Fed going to say? They've been in meetings now for two days, and a couple of hours they released the statement uh, there is no rate hike on the table for for this meeting. Everybody's going to, I say everybody, the stock market is hoping that the Federal Reserve will essentially say, hey, you know those four rate hikes that we talked about for 2016? That's not going to happen. That's what Wall Street wants to hear. Hey, you know what? We're just going to wait around. We're not going to do anything. We're not really sure. Things are kind of messed up. I'm not so sure. You think they might throw a curveball? 
I don't know about throwing a curveball, but when you look at it, if things are really fine, which is what they imply, then why should rates only be 25 basis points? Otherwise, they got to come out. I mean, what do we? You can't say we're holding off unless you say things aren't fine. But either way, I don't. I, I think either way, I think going to be very good uh, for the gold and silver markets. Uh, two huge misses this morning. Uh, first was Apple last night after the bell. Of course, Apple. I mean, when you think about the U.S. economy, even though they don't make any of the stuff here, Apple is everywhere, right? You know, just everywhere. They announced that sales are starting to slip. The iPhone sales, the iPad sales, Mac sales, all of the key major drivers are slipping. Uh, they, They said that their forecast for 2016 uh, is going to be a dramatic downturn, at least in Apple. So they're still going to make a ton of money, but not the amount of money they're used to making. They're not going to meet their expectations. Not going to meet expectations. That put pressure on, on Wall Street this morning, but the bigger news was Boeing this morning. Now, remember, what was it, last week, maybe 10 days ago, I told you Boeing was slowing production. Today they came out and, and issued a a massive downgrade to guidance. They took a dollar and a half off of their earnings per share for 2016. Both of those have got the Dow uh, struggling today. It's down over a hundred points. Uh, gold's down really doing pretty well when you think about this is a fed week it's up about it was up about twenty five dollars going into today right now gold's off three dollars at eleven hundred and seventeen dollars uh silver's down a dime fourteen dollars forty five cents and everything all the action will happen after the fed releases its money crude oil inventories i know because this is the I guess whatever happens to crude happens to Wall Street. Eight point it was a big number. Eight point four million barrels higher in crude oil inventories when you factor in gasoline and distillates. So you take all three because really that's how you should do it, at least in my opinion. How much do we have when you factor in? Taking the oil, turning it into gasoline, taking oil, turning it into diesel fuel, and then the extra oil that you didn't turn into anything. Do we have more or less? Total number 7.8 million barrels. Too many on the oil side of things. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Picture Radio News Hour at Double J in the love. Our toll free number 800 951 That is our toll free number. We've been doing this now for over 20 years. Absolutely complaint free. Matter of fact, go on to our website, allamericangold.com. We have the Better Business Bureau, the logo. A lot of companies have the logo on it. But if you click 
the Better Business Bureau logo, we take you right to our page with the Better Business Bureau. That way you don't have to take my word for it. You can go right out there and see uh, that we are at A, not only are we A-plus rated, but not a single complaint. Uh, and that's why people like to do business with us. And you know what? I don't know what it is, but lately we've gotten a lot of calls from people who have done business with other gold companies that are now out of business. Interesting how that's right. You know that they're they're gone, and they had IRAs with them. We absolutely can help you. So if you if you had set up a precious metals IRA, and I'm just going to go out on a limb and say you did that before you knew about us with somebody else and now they're they've gone out of business or or whatever the case may be or you found out they ripped you off and you don't want to do business with them we absolutely can help you just simply call our 800 number uh wendy will be able to to point you in the right direction to tell you what we what you need to do if you're thinking about setting up a precious metals ira we do those all the time as well. We can help you do that. It's not a super complicated process, and and it, it's actually a fairly simple thing to do. So if you need help doing that, maybe you're a customer. It's not even an IRA. You, you bought something from a dealer that maybe you saw them on TV. By the way, probably the worst people to call. Well, the people you see advertising on TV, buy gold at cost and all that stuff, you're going to get hammered. I don't know what cost they, they, they talk about, but if you're sitting on something and you don't know what it is, you don't know what to do with it, don't be afraid to call us. At least find out what it is that you're holding. If it's the right, the right things to hold, the wrong thing to hold, if you just simply want to know what it's worth, any of those things, Feel free to call us, 800-951-0592. Here's one thing I promise you're not going to get, because we just don't do it. There's no bait and switches here. We're not going to advertise something and then try to convince you why you don't want to buy that. That's what a lot of them do. That's their favorite little thing they say. They, they throw some super hot price out there, and, and, and then they tell you why you don't want to buy it and you want to buy something else. Now, before you end up talking to anybody, the first thing they're going to do is ask for your phone number, ask for your email address, ask for your social security number, ask for your firstborn. They're going to ask for everything. That way they've got you in their database so that even though you, you, know may, even though you may get turned down, you may turn them down today, they are going to bombard your email address. They are going to ring your phone. And good golly, do not give them your cell phone number. I'm just telling you. That's how the big guy... You know, when Homer first started, I made him do it. Because I wanted him to experience it. Because I think you need to... I don't know. Just something you need to do. So he did it. He went out there and he signed up and got one of these free reports. And the funny thing was, is I, I told him... Because I didn't want... I'm a nice guy. I'm like, don't put your real cell phone number in there. Or but my, but well, you had to you had to put an email address, so, a valid email address. So I went and opened up a Yahoo email address, and my 
goodness. Hammered you with it. And to this day, I still hold that email address, and they still, still doing it. solicit We don't do any of that. Even if, you know what? Here's the great part. You just want to call and find out what you got. Great, you can do that. You don't have to ever give us their phone number. You can make up a name. I don't care. Right? I mean, we got more Jim Smiths in our database, right? Well, hi there, Joe. My name is Roscoe Pico Train. I just want to find out what's this worth. So, so we can do that, 800-951-0592. Uh, if you want to get just a evaluation on your holdings, any of those things. We're here to help everybody, whether you have done business with us before or not. Having said that, I found out the other day that my wife and Wendy have been doing things without telling me. And, of course, this is the life that, uh, this is what happens when, when you have people like my wife and Wendy, who are just, they're just better than I am. So they decided to to do something that we hadn't done in years. And then they told me about it after the fact. And, and so we talked about it and we decided we're going to bring back a program that we had discontinued several years ago. Uh, we had a, a medals program where people could pull their resources together in order to, because you'll hear specials where if you buy in volume, you get a discount. I mean, that's just how everybody, that's just how life is. The foundation of Costco. Right, Costco is built on that, right? You buy bigger, you can buy it for less. And so we came up with something where you contribute X amount of dollars a month, every month, and four times a year, we'd ship the product. So you would be in this pool with all of our other customers that were in the pool, and at the end of the quarter, we'd make one huge, massive buy, which allowed every all of the, the people to buy at a discount. We had, did, we had done away with the program. Now, let me tell you why we did away with it. As silver and gold had exploded, we were running out of options, especially for people that were at the smaller end of the, of the scale. But we've been able to add a variety of products that we didn't have before that will allow us to do a better job. So... We already, I already—I found out a couple of days ago, we already have half a dozen people in this program. Again, I didn't even know about it. Without even talking about it. I'm like, how did they even hear about it? And they're like, people ask. And so we're going to bring back the medals program. We're going to do a minimum, you got to do a minimum of $300 a month. There is no maximum. You can do as much as you want every month. And how it works is you just put a credit card on file with with Wendy and Sarah and say, I want to do $500 a month, $1,000 a month. This is the day I want you to do it on, and then once a quarter uh, we'll ship all of your products to you and pool your resources. This allows you to buy gold for less. It allows you to buy it all. The best part about the program, doesn't matter what gold, you're always buying. Just buying a little bit at a time, which is 
ultimately probably the best way to buy anything is a little bit at a time. But if you want more information on the metals program, uh, feel free to call Wendy at 800-951-0592. Now that I've got that all out of the way, let's get to some Listen, news. that was some good housekeeping you just did I right do. there. I do. In the military, we called that. That was some good police work you just did right there. You got everybody informed there, sir. The debt of the federal government. Of course, this is all coming out on the heels of Monday's report by the CBO that, yes, Double J was right. We're going to have a debt of, of, of $30 trillion, best-case scenario, before think, the end of the next decade. I think I saw the headline in the Wall Street Journal that said Double J was right. That should have been the headline. should have been the headline. <laughs> they won't give me credit. It says that the federal deficit has now increased. We're, we are, you know, I guess it's perfect because we're one year away. The president has just over, just less than a year left in his term. That since Barack Obama's been president, the first seven years, we've racked up eight trillion three hundred fourteen billion five hundred twenty nine million eight hundred fifty thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars and seven cents. Thanks a lot, Barry. <laughs> that equals seventy thousand six hundred twelve dollars and ninety one cents in net federal borrowing for each of the 117,480,000 households that are allegedly, give or take, here in the United States. So just think back, seven years ago, I'm going to say you guys, because it wasn't me. I didn't vote for him. But the people that voted for Obama have inflicted $70,612.91. A debt for, just think about this, just walk out your front door. Every house you see, there's 70000 70000 I'm rounding down. 70000 70000 70000 70000 and then start, as you're driving into work, maybe you're driving your kids to school. You're going to the grocery store. You're going to the post office. You're running some errands. Every single household, that apartment complex, you know the one, they take up half a city block. And you're like, man, how many people live in that thing? Every one of those apartments, 70 grand. Every trailer park, 70 grand. And the sad part is we still got a year left. I mean, so, I mean, just some, some, some quick math on, on what that really works out to. It's about 10000 a year, so by, by next year, it'll be 80 grand. And then according to the CBO, this next 10 years is going to be worse than that. So will the next 10 years be Obama's fault or the next president's fault? And that's the beauty of it all. Because the realities are, we can say it's Obama's fault. Most of this stuff, now he, let's face it, he didn't help. 
his job was to fix it. He didn't help. All of his little, I'm going to reduce the deficit plans, actually increase the debt. But right now, there's very little we can do. That's why the CBO's report said, well, if we don't cut spending, and if we don't raise taxes, and if the economy, you know, just kind of grows where it's at, and the Fed doesn't raise rates, we're gonna own, we're gonna get the thirty trillion dollars by twenty twenty five, and then you start thinking about, well, what if we cut spending? And here's the problem: there's really discretionary the side of the federal budget deficits and all that stuff. We don't even spend a trillion dollars on non discretionary, and this is what I'm talking about: Social Security. Medicaid, Medicare, let's just call it Medicaid, Medicare, defense, and interest on the debt. Just those four things. Already spends all of the taxes that are collected. And when you fast forward over the next 10 years, three of those four things, Social Security, Medicare, and interest on the debt, because we're going to keep racking up more debt, <laughs> are all rising. Who knows about defense? If there's a war of any kind, then there's trouble. And this is why the CBO now says it's a certain, it's not a maybe, it's a certainty. $30 trillion is coming. Patriot Radio News Hour. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Just how much debt have we created? You know, yesterday we played that clip from Stockman, David Stockman. He was uh, Reagan's former uh, advisor, so he knows a little bit about things. He certainly comes with a great deal of credibility. When, When George Bush... The junior. W? W. When W took office January of 2001, the national debt was $5.7 trillion. What year was that again? January 2001. It was only, and I say only, five point. We're now at 19, on our way to 30, and I and I unfortunately, I'm saying you know the CBO is saying, hey, it's going to be 30 trillion in the next 10 years. It's going to be 30 trillion before that. I just don't know if it's going to be five years or seven years. I mean, that's really the debate in my mind. Are we going to get there in 2020 or 2021 or 2022? Which one of those? Because all of the things, like I said, they've given you, this is the best case scenario. And the thing about the CB, so people understand, they're not allowed to give you another one. Because according to the rules that Congress set up, 
Because part of the reason, just so people know, you know why we set up this Congressional Budget Office? You know why we did this? Because they were worried that the deficits were starting to get out of control. Back when there was just a couple of, you know, there was a couple of trillion dollars. But one of the things that they insisted on was that the CBO could only use the numbers that was given to them. In other words, one of the people from the CBO, he may be a regular listener to this show, but he can't go back and use the numbers that I give them. They've got to use whatever number Congress provides them. So if the best-case scenario says, hey, you know what? Best-case scenario, we're only going to rack up $11 trillion in the next 10 years. What's the worst-case scenario? Double that? Triple that? When You know, George Bush's eight years, $4.8 trillion was added to the debt. Obama's eight years, he's probably going to double that number, right? He's going to be somewhere in that nine to ten trillion dollar mark. If we double that again, which seems to be kind of the pattern we're on here over the next eight years, what are we looking at? Thirty-six to forty trillion. Let me ask you, where do you think the economy's going to be with deficits like that? Where do you think gold's going to be with deficits like that? And I'm not asking you to go out 20, 30, 40 years. I'm talking about eight. I mean, when you really start to think, why isn't things, look at what we, think about this. Interest rates really, for all practicality, are zero. The 10-year note is actually lower today than it was a month ago when they raised rates. The 10-year note's back at 2%. And everybody is panicked. If the Fed doesn't give in, say, hey, you know what, we're just kidding. We're not really raising rates like, you know, four times. We're not going to We're not gonna get all the way to 1%. Everybody, don't worry. Where any other economic period in the history of this country, if interest rates were at 1%, people would have been screaming bloody murder. Because every textbook ever written, you know these people, they love their textbooks, said that is horrifying, and you better not do it for very long. Right? Matter of fact, they blamed Alan Greenspan for the, the housing bubble, because he had interest rate. He got, let, after 9-11, he brought interest rates to 1% for a whole year. By the time the financial crisis hit, rates were back at five and a quarter. 
Now we're at a quarter, and people don't think we can take any more. And yet, there's no economic growth. Matter of fact, look at the whole world. And let me be fair. The quote-unquote developed countries. No growth here. Canada, they don't have any growth. Europe, nuh uh. Japan, nope. Australia, forget about it. Right? All England, Great Britain, no developed country in the world has any growth. Yet every single factor that they said in their little textbooks would stimulate economic activity is in place right now. Interest rates in every developed nation in the entire world are at all-time record lows. Lows that all the history books said you should never get to. The Bank of Japan. We don't talk, you know, I, I'm telling you we're going to be Japan. That, that's the When you want to see what we're going to become, look at them. Stock market was 40000 I think today it's like at 16000 Was 40000 went to 10000 Now at about 16000 it was at 40000 in 1986. By the way, I don't know if you saw Mark Faber, the doom, gloom, and boom guy, said the 87 crash, that was, the, that, that was what ended Japan. That's what's coming here. Says, now he's a little older. I'm going to guess. I don't know. I would say he's in his 60s. He says there will never be another bull market in America in his lifetime. I'm going to tell you why I think he's right. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquin, Homer Lopez. Thank you all for tuning in. We're kind of talking about Everything that economists, bankers, people that uh, make policy, economic policy, because they're one and the same, let's face it. We, we say Congress makes policy. They don't make policy. They get told what policy to make by big business, by the bankers. Right, all those, all those bills. You know, every once in a while, you'll see it. They'll come out and say, "How can you pass a bill? No one's ever read it." Right, Nancy Pelosi. Remember Obamacare? You got to pass the bill to see what's in it. And she wasn't lying. She was just had a had a brief moment where she decided, "Oh, oops! Oh, the truth came out." I didn't mean. Oh, did that come out? I thought I was saying that in my head. You ever done that? Were you thinking that you're thinking something to yourself or you actually say it out loud? <laughs> that never goes well. Never goes well. Never goes well. Usually that's followed with, I'm sorry, honey, I didn't mean that. But she wasn't lying. 
the special interests write all the bills. Our elected officials rarely know what's in the bill. They may know a little piece of the bill. But when you start to look at, just take an honest assessment of where we are. Because if you do that, at least in my mind, I find it very hard to imagine that anybody would decide that they shouldn't have gold and silver in their portfolio. And I say that, you know, yeah, obviously that's what I do for a living. But just look at what it is. We created $240 trillion of debt. What did it get us? What's the return? The Dow's 16000 And most people are like, huh, that's pretty pricey. Right? So we've got an overpriced stock market. We've got all, and even emerging, every GDP number across the globe is either negative, right near negative, or in the case of like the Chinas of the world, half of what it used to be. And yet, we've given every advantage possible, advantages that they said, you know, just 10 years earlier should never be done. And now we're at the precipice here, where now what happens? Right, we we had a few, what I call the phony years. Oh, the, de- the deficits are falling, right? The, the phonies, the phony years. They weren't falling because of any great economic policy. They fell because the Fed took interest rates to zero and the interest, de- the interest payments on the debt fell. Debt was still piling up. Well, now they can't go any lower. Well, we don't think. They might. Banks might start charging you for your deposits capital controls for those of you that don't know what capital controls are that's when countries decide yeah you know what we're not going to say we're closing the bank we're just going to prevent you from taking your money out of it kind of the same thing (laughs) kind of the same thing we'll let you pretend that it's still there we just can't have it And you sit there and you start thinking about why is it that that won't be us? And you really start having a hard time coming up with a reason. Deficits are out of control. We've monetized the debt. The Federal Reserve printed up $4 trillion worth of money to pretend to buy debt. Now they're the largest holder of our debt. You sit there and you start thinking about the, 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 the issue that they said led to the financial crisis. Here's what's so funny, was debt. 
Well, they just had too much debt. It was too risky. Now they force these banks. See, that instead of breaking up all of these banks, I'll give you a little crash course. Instead of breaking them up like they should have, right? Send a few of them to prison like they should have. They decided, you know what? We're just going to force them to hold a different type of debt. So you know what all the banks along the world, you know why rates are so low? Part of the reason outside of the central banks is buying it themselves. Is now all of these mega banks are forced to hold government debt. Right? So when you sit there and you think about who in their right mind would loan anybody millions and billions of dollars to just get a 2% return over a 10-year period. Nobody would do that. But the banks are doing it. Not because they want to. In exchange for you not going to prison and us breaking you up, here's what we're going to do. You're going to help us perpetuate the biggest lie in financial history. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. Final segment on a Wednesday. Our toll free number 800 951 The Fed Minutes. I guess we're just a few hours away. Wow, apparently 8 million extra barrels of crude oil is a good thing. Crude oil is actually up 88 cents at $32.34. The Dow it was down 100-plus points. It's now up 20. The Nasdaq's down 21. Uh, that's probably got to be Apple there. Uh, the S&P is up 6. Uh, gold's down two at 118. Silver's down five cents at fourteen dollars and fifty cents. Today uh, we do have some rolls of half dollars. They're going to be a hundred and fifty dollars a roll. Uh, other than that, uh, there are some twenty-dollar gold and ten-dollar gold pieces available. Uh, for those of you that have been waiting on platinum, we got great news today that the platinum has actually left the Canadian mint and is now on the the way to our bullion bank, scheduled to arrive tomorrow or Friday. Once the bullion bank has it, they will ship it to me. I'm hoping to have it. Oh, boy, if we got super lucky, maybe it'll be here Monday, probably Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, and then we'll be shipping those out as soon as we have them. I appreciate everybody's patience on that. Uh, other than that, uh, we're going to wait to see what the Fed has to say. Like I said, here's, the, here's what Wall Street wants to hear. No rate hikes for a while, right? Time out. Time out. 
Things really aren't that good. And if you want Wall Street to stay where it's at or have any hope of going up, you got to call timeout. Which, of course, should hopefully, in theory, weaken the dollar. Uh, one of those things that you would say bullish for gold, but I think it's all bullish for gold either way. The other alternative is the Federal Reserve sticks to the line. Doesn't give any clue as to whether or not they're going to raise rates or how many times they're going to raise rates and sticks to the we remain data dependent. And I think you'll see Wall Street fall. I don't think the dollar moves. You know what the funny thing is? I don't think the dollar does anything either way. I could be wrong, but that's just my guess because they're all a bunch of worthless currencies and everybody's in the same boat. And that's kind of the whole theme of today's show, which is now what happened. Well, let me ask you, is it a guarantee that they're not going to go, listen, we uh, um, raised the rate in error, and we're bringing that back? <laughs> I, I, don't, I give that no chance. No chance. No chance. Not today. I do believe that's going to happen. Just not today. But if you look at the earnings from Apple, if you look at Boeing, I mean... But Apple we kind of knew about, but Boeing kind of took everybody by surprise today. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we'll talk about it all tomorrow, keep you all up to speed. Have a great day. Thank you for doing business with us. Thank you for listening. Everyone take care. And we'll be back tomorrow.